Hi, everybody. Welcome to Meatheads. I'm Mark Lalone. This week on Meatheads, Derek and I will discuss nutritional supplementation, training through injury, and the best way to keep your family moving over spring break. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Meatheads. My name is Mark Lalonde. Joining me, as always, your good friend and mine, the CEO of Total Fitness here in Gunawage, Derek DeLille. Derek, how are you, bud? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Feeling really good. As we, as we record this, it is blizzarding outside. And I'd really love for winter to go away already. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to touch on some spring break stuff a little bit later in the show, but uh, I'm not feeling too much, too, too springy right now. I'm not feeling too much like I'm ready for spring break. Like this is just, it's just enough. You know, the last time I was here, the sun was shining, the birds were chirping. I even said, hey, Greg, the birds are back. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. And it was, now, it was, this is, yeah, it's, yeah the snow it's is a- coming in sideways. Awesome. So Derek and I, touch base before every show and we we like to talk about some of the things that are bothering us and some of the pain and some of the injuries that we're dealing with and uh we both are dealing with one right now so we're going to touch a little bit on how to continue training when you're dealing with an injury to a body part and how to get around that derek you were telling me just before you came in you were doing your leg workout and you had to cut it short because you had to come here because you're dealing with an injury. Why don't you tell me about that? Well, see, what it is, is I knew I had to be here at a certain time at 11 o'clock. And um, my, my gym was only available to work out at 10. And by the time, you, you know, you get dressed, you get ready, it's going to be 10, 15. And it's cutting short. And my workout was, was short to start off with. It was uh, leg extensions first, leg curls, squats, and Romanian deadlifts. Very simple, very basic. And I'm like, okay, if I do the first exercises... Okay, that's great, but I might not have time to do the squat, so I might rush through and just put on the heavy weight and do my sets without warming up. So I'm looking at the time, like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to skip the workout and say I'm going to do it tomorrow because I probably won't. So I'm like, okay, where, where are the, which exercises in my program have the best bang for the buck? Squats and remaining deadlifts. So I took away the leg extensions and leg curls. I did an extended warm-up on the squats. You know, I did maybe three, four warm-ups, then one heavy set to failure. And then I did the same thing for remaining deadlifts. And it only took me 30 minutes, but it gave me enough time to get a good workout in without rushing through and hurting myself and actually make it here in time. Hmm. Overheated, overbreathing, but you know. <laughs> you feel good. Yeah, I feel good. And I didn't, I was fine. Like um, the isolation exercises are kind of like the icing on the cake. It's they not really are. really They're, needed. No. Is there to kind of warm up myself before I actually got into the heavy stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just warm up on the heavy stuff and come here without... Any problems, any, any any injuries, you know, um, I'm going on vacation next week. So the last thing I want to do is hurt myself. Right. So it's taking that extra time to do those warmups that we think we don't need when we're younger. But at our age, more warmups are better. They're so badly needed. I actually have started just in this last month or so doing a warm-up set, doing something very light, adding a little bit of weight, doing another set, adding a little bit of weight. And doing another set and then finally coming up to where I would lift that weight if I were fully warm. And I'm really happy with how that's gone. I, I don't love making, don't love making concessions for my age, but it's, it really is necessary, especially when it's, you know, minus 20 outside, the joints 
take a little bit longer to warm up when we're in our 40s. And you know, when we're younger, we don't, we always think we want to get into the real sets, the real workout, all this warming up, stretching. We always think it's not even needed. It's when the you're extra like, stuff. Yeah. It's like you're 20 yeah. years old. You're like, whatever, I'm just going to lift. lift. Yeah, yeah. And you start off at maybe 70% of my max and start working up from there. And it's, it's already heavy to start off with. And you're not lubricating the joints. You're not getting the pump in. You're not getting the blood flow. No, your heart rate isn't up. You don't feel, you're not, exactly. You're not lubricated. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, we want to get in there and get out sometimes. So we skip on the important Extras. stuff. Yeah. Like, even, like I even took time to stretch after my workout today, even though I didn't have the time. I'm like, you know what? Three minutes. A minute for each stretch I was doing. Sure, of course. Get it in, get it done, and um, prevent injury. Three minutes is better than no minutes if you've stretched, especially, like I said, at our age. It, it, there's benefits. I've been I've been nursing a right shoulder injury myself, front deltoid. I think it's weightlifter's shoulder, as we mm -hmm. discussed earlier, which is uh, an inflammation of the uh, ball, the, the, the socket part of the, of the shoulder joint. Uh, it, it's the lining of the shoulder joint basically comes from overuse. So uh, I've been doing my darndest to avoid uh, horizontal shoulder reductions, no bench press, no incline press, and anything involving my front deltoid, no front raises, no um, upright rows, nothing like that. So anything that would target that muscle has been avoided. Now, yesterday I did some dumbbell shoulder presses just to see, and I went pretty heavy, and I was like, okay, that felt amazing. So it's not in my actual deltoid, it's, 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 inside, the, it's inside the joint, the lining, yeah, and that's what's bothering me. So I have been doing more legs than I can possibly ever consider having done before regularly in the last month or so. I'm thrilled with my leg development and I'm thrilled with how strong I'm getting and how fast I'm getting up and down stairs again, which is really nice. But it comes with stiffness, especially in my glutes. So uh, I've had to manage that as well. And so I've had to add some extra stretching to my regime in order to not be in pain when I sit down on my desk and write stories. Right. Again, concession for my age, don't like it, but it's necessary. The older we are, the more we have to do those extras. I completely agree. Like, yeah. like I'm saying, we never stretched back in the day. And now no. I, most of my, you know, after each workout, I do a, a weighted stretch. Like even for chest, after I do my upper body, my chest muscles, I'll take a moderately heavy dumbbell and hold it in the, in the fly position for about a minute. And that's my stretch to stretch my chest muscles and the fascia tissue and all that stuff. And so far, it's been doing pretty good. It's been making me feel like um, I'm not so tight anymore. I'm right. loose. I'm agile, if that makes any sense. It, may, <laughs> you it know? does make like, sense. Yeah. I understand the feeling because like your muscles just move more easily. Mm -hmm. You're more supple. I've been doing a figure four against the wall mm -hmm. to stretch my glutes in a, in a PNF to, with, with a little bit of resistance. And I'm really happy with how that's gone. Although my dogs are even happier because they get down and they like, like lick my face while I'm lying on the floor, <laughs> but they're, it's, uh, so it's, you know, mutual benefit, I guess would, one would say all around it's yeah. Uh, the only thing that I've been dealing with my, my main issue with my shoulder is not in my training really. It's in my sleeping. So I sleep on that shoulder and, uh, there aren't enough painkillers in the world to get me through the night. So I get to about four thirty, four forty-five in the morning and I'm, my shoulder's like, Hey dude, time to wake up. We're in pain. Do you do a lot of bench pressing? Because, not, no. not for the moment, not, not lately. But, but before, yes, right? Yes. see, I wasn't always a big bench presser, but I did do it. And anytime I would do it heavy, it's probably my form was off because, you know, you, you learn better form over time. Exactly, yep. And again, my left shoulder always had some kind of problem. One time I was doing bench press heavy. Yep. And the next day I couldn't rotate it. It was stuck oh. in one position. I could do another, like a different type of rotation, but I could not go like this. I'm like, man, I'm not going to do bench press anymore. No matter what anybody says, that's supposed to be the best chest exercise. You know, I was like maybe 25, 26 at the time. And 
And ever since that little injury, it kind of nags on every now and then. That's why it's very rare I'll do it. But now if I do bench press, it's either I'll try using a sling, you yep. know, when it was a yep. weightlifter sling and keep my elbows tucked, you know, uh, yep. more of a, pro, of a power through form, I, sure. I guess, but just a better form. As long as being conscious of every muscle in your body when you're weight training is how you should be doing it. But yeah. we don't always we do don't. that. And I, and I remember this injury happened again for the second time I was bench pressing and you know, I'm trying to do a five sets of five. And if you get all sets of five, you move up and wait. Yay, and Wendler. Yes, exactly. And that <laughs> last set, I knew I had a, a problem doing it. So, you know, I made sure I had a spotter and I did my four and I knew I couldn't do five, but I wanted to do it just because I want to get that program. So I'm pressing, I'm pressing. And all of a sudden my right shoulder pushing more. My left shoulder's trying to catch up. Oh. And, and I knew right then and there something happened. Yeah. And it bugged me for at least six months, almost a year, just nagging. And I'd be taking ibuprofen before a workout or yep. when I sleep, I sleep on my shoulder sometimes. Yep. So you wake up your whole shoulder, your whole collarbone area just cramped. So I got, I got treatment for it. And then I just decided to not do bench press or just change my form and just slow down. I have a love-hate relationship with bench press. Mm -hmm. I love it because it's a standard lift. It's one of the ones that in weight training, um, we've been both in weight training for a long period of time. It's one of those things that's imbued into you from a young age. How much do you bench? That's a measure of strength, this, that, the other thing. As you say, it's got the rep for the best chest exercise. I love bench press and I love pushing my numbers on it because I'm, I'm good at it. On the other hand, it fills me with so much confidence that I probably do it too much. And I probably do it too heavy too much. And so that direct result is, is the shoulder that I'm dealing with now. So I'm going to have to mitigate my bench press obsession once I return to health. And, you know, when you look at, say, pro bodybuilders, they're always saying, you know what? Weight isn't everything. But in our head, we want to lift heavy. And they go on their bench press and they're warming up with one plate, two plate, three plate, four. Then they start working on their fifth plate for a first set. So I'm like, and you look at these pro bodybuilders and like, you guys say, don't train heavy, but God, you're lifting 45 plates for like sets of six, eight, you know? And I'm like, how do you tell us don't train heavy? Yeah. And then yeah. you're putting 500 <laughs> pounds on the bar and doing it for reps. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I, I like to see them go heavy. Yeah. Hey, we're training heavy yeah, today. Yeah, we're doing heavy plates. today. We'll put nine plates on. <laughs> um, although Ronnie Coleman, sad sight, man. Watching him get around the gym. He's still, you know, he's still huge, but he's yeah. on, he's on crutches. He's not getting around well. It's, uh. You know, I saw a TikTok video of him or some YouTube video and uh, he was with his young boy. He calls him his illegitimate son. Yep. I, don't, I don't know the story behind it, but he's, he's working out with him and he's sitting down. He's got his, his, uh, his uh, walker or yep. his, um, his, crutches. Cane, yep. his crutch and he still got the arms and I'm looking at him yeah. like, we used to watch him work out like in awe, in, in awe. awe. And he's always like, there's one thing I regret was not going for that second rep on the 800 pound deadlift he was doing. I'm like, geez. I, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And the man, the man is literally crippled. And this is what he, this is what he regrets. That's, those are his regrets in life. It's pretty amazing if you ask yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he says it wasn't from the workouts. It was just a, a botched back surgery, but I'm like, why would you need the back surgery in the first place? And it just shows that we don't, if you can lift 800 pounds, don't, you don't need to. You don't need you know? to. Like, uh, you know, I think we, no matter how old you get or how wise you get, we, we do have a little bit, a little bit of an ego when we work out, you know? I think everybody who works out has a little bit of an ego yeah. when they work out. Everybody wants to push their numbers. Everybody wants to lift more. Everybody wants to be the strong. I want to be the strongest guy in every gym I walk into. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Back in the day, that's what I wanted. I remember deadlifting heavyweight, even though it would hurt me. Benching. I was a good bencher at one point. 
But as I got older and I had my own private gym, I didn't have to impress anybody because there's nobody there, just me. But then again, we have a, a thing on the board who can bench the most, who can squat the most. And I want my name on there, you know? So sometimes I do the power of it, but now I took my name off. You know, my, my goals are totally different right now. Yeah. Since January, I think I even came here my, my, and told you guys my goals weren't yep. to be bigger and stronger. It was more to be conditioned, be in shape, yep. be healthy and just, and you know what, since I took that, that on, mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel so much better. I feel so lighter. I feel so, I don't know. I'm not overly worried about making sure I get that 220 grams of protein. I just eat. Mm -hmm. I, I, like I have my macros I go for, but it's just like enjoying the moment, not just feeling like I got to get better, get better, get better. Enjoy every workout and then it's going to get better overall. Absolutely. I, uh, I'm, I've my, I can have continued my year without sugar. We're at mm -hmm. the end of February and, uh, still nothing. And I'm down 42.3 wow, eh? pounds, which very I'm good. very excited about in two months, which is crazy, but just goes to show the effect of emotional eating and sugar. Yeah. So I, I've, I've dealt with depression issues over the years and I thought, you know, after I got through January, it was going to be great. And February had some moments where I felt like it was utterly falling apart, but that seems to have passed again. And I've gotten through the dark nights of the soul. So my, now my focus is like, you know, how can I continue this trend of, of being better every day a little bit. So I'm, I'm taking supplements. Um, are you, are you currently taking any supplements yourself? I've always taken supplements. I, I, it just, even when I look at old pictures of myself in the background, there's always a can of protein in there. Yep. There's always some kind of a creatine, a pre-workout, a BCAAs. It was always something. I always felt like I want to have some kind of edge, Yep. you know, if it's placebo, who knows? If, who cares? You know, if I'm taking it and it's going to give me the impression I'm going to work out harder, you like, likely will work out harder. Exactly. So you ever find if, the, in January, we'll, we'll use it January as an example. Everybody buys a healthy food, all their supplements, they take it, and they're at the gym every day doing their cardio, doing their workouts all the time. Yep. And then when you run out of your supplements, you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to work out. I don't even have my supplements anyways. It's right. a, it's a whole mind thing, you know? So when I take my VCs in the morning, is it beneficial to use on an empty stomach before a workout? Some say yes, some say no. I can't say I've progressed better with it. Right. Some people do. Some people say, yeah, if I don't take but it. But do you like it? My supplements? Do you like it? That's why you take it. Yeah. 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 I like the feeling. Right. That's, why, just, that's why you take it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's the important thing to take away from all this is whatever gets you through your workout, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, at the risk of, you know, pumping your body full of horse steroids or things like that. <laughs> but like, I, uh, I don't, you know, I, I take a caffeine and ephedrine stack in the morning. I mm -hmm. take them first thing in the morning and I take them 15 minutes before my workout. I take L-carnitine, I take a multivitamin, I take uh, fish oil. I take all these things in the morning and I don't really eat until after my first workout. And I am just fine with that. And, and somebody's like, well, why do you do that? I'm like, because I like it. That's I feel good. That feels good. Just an example. I won't say the name of it, but my girlfriend uh, carries these supplements, right? Yeah. They're in little packets, whatever. And she's like, oh, you should try it. You should try it. It's good for men. It's good for this. I'm like, you know what? I, I eat good. I take my multivitamins. They don't do anything. So anyways, I take these packs. It's one pack in the morning, one pack in the evening. It's got the fish oils. It's got the vitamins. All you kind of need. And it's probably yep. overloaded too because, you know, you, your urine's like bright orange or bright uh, <laughs> yellow. Not orange, yellow. Tons of beta carotene. Yeah. yeah. And you know, after three days of taking it, like I'm very skeptical on anything I take. I'm like, my God, I have more energy. I, I feel yeah, like everything would just better, better. And, and I'm trying to really think, is it that, or is it just cause I'm taking it? So I feel like I'm getting extra nutrients and I'm going to play it off. But either way, I felt great. And I know I'm getting the vitamins I need, whether half is being, you know, urinated down the toilet. I don't know, but I just actually reordered some just the other day. Cause I haven't touched it in about a year. I'm like, Maybe that's what I need in my in my nutrition, some more vitamins. 
Right. So what you're saying is if, if people want to be consistent in their training, they should also maybe be consistent in their supplementation as well and make sure they're ordering it once a month. I, I think so. Like you, you, like you need the basic, I believe you need the basics vitamins, you know, cause definitely you definitely got to have, have, have a multivitamin in yeah, there. Like the other stuff, like I take my protein only because I don't really have a huge appetite. So if I just eat plain food, my, my, my protein is maybe a hundred grams a day. So it's like not have, enough. No, yeah. no. So I like to have a shake after my workout and a shake before I go to bed. And that supplies me with another hundred grams, let's say. And it fills your tummy with an easily digestible yeah. food before bed. So you're not eating. Exactly. And the protein I use, it's like a mix of different types of protein. So it's not quick acting. It doesn't have like all these other stuff in there. It's kind of like a meal replacement, I guess. Yeah. Slow digestion. Carb. Yeah. Is yeah. It casein? Yeah. It's, it's casein. It's yeah. got a whey. It's got a whey concentrate. Yeah. Stuff like that. So. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people swear by casein protein as a great nighttime protein because uh, it's a slow digestible one and it doesn't require a ton of energy out of your body. So you can, uh, I've, I've heard the argument made that uh, eating before bed takes energy out of your body where you could be using to recuperate. So- there's something to be said for that. Supermarché Edia, your one-stop grocery store for your everyday needs. Offering regular groceries as well as Afro-Caribbean and international food products. Looking to save money? Then Supermarché Edia is the right place for you. Located at 72 Boulevard Saint-Jean-Baptiste in Chattergay, behind the A&W. Open seven days a week. For more information, check out their website at idiasupermarket.com. That's I-D-I-A supermarket.com. So we, we touched on this earlier. Uh, you mentioned very briefly that you were going away next week. That's spring break, I assume, for yep. your kids. I am not going away next week, but my kids are also on spring break, one from college, one from, from high school. And uh, I don't really have a ton of plans for them right now. So uh, and like my kids are too old to go to camps and one of them may, can drive themselves around. So she's probably planning a road trip. But I thought it might be fun for us today to discuss to come up with our top five ways to keep active with your family on spring break. So Derek, I'm going to go ahead and give you first pick. What is your number one way? And you can't say uh, leaving the cold and going somewhere warm and running on the beach. Sorry. <laughs> That's uh, only for people who aren't going away next week. Well, my kids aren't going anywhere, just me this time. Oh, so, tough yeah. break for them. Uh, yeah. Well, if I can get them off their, their computers and the internet. Going outside, going sliding at our local park right across the street. We have a really big park. They have, uh, they make snow. Yep. You know, they they push the snow up, they make the snow and they do a really good job in our area and they have a skating rink. So skating, outdoor skating and sliding. You can pick one or the other. Okay, friend. Right, we, got do, a, we got a list here. Let's do the sliding. All right. So you took sledding. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to actually make a call here and say, because I wrote it down and this is one of my topics. I'm going to, it's not the same as sledding. I'm going to say inner tubing. There's a, uh, there's a mountain up north in St. Sever where you could right near, um, it's right off the, right off the highway. I believe it's exit 59 in St. Anne de Lac, right off the highway. And you can take your kids up there and for like 20 bucks, they give you inner tubes. You walk up the hill, you go down these massively curated ice slides on these really fun, safe inner tubes with straps and all the rest of it. And you can do this all day long. And um, so that's my pick is, is tubing because, oh my God, do they get tired after. It's the best. I mean, obviously the, the idea is to fatigue our children out. You know, you don't want them coming home from spring break and at, or, or, you know, on a Wednesday night at 7.30 running around the house going, I want to, ah, and I'm like, no, no, too many screens. So, all right, number two, you're up. You know what? Maybe uh, playing the snow fort making. You know, oh, good yeah, one. Yeah, you Derek know, goes off the board. Yeah, I want to go a little bit different because, you, you know, I made snow forts for my kids or mm -hmm. made snowmen. And 
you're out there and you're trekking through the snow, it, it's not that like, okay, it's easy, but you're you're still working, you're doing something, you're moving around in the snow and and carrying the the, uh, the snowballs and everything and stuff like that. Snow, snow war, snow, snow building. It's fun playing in the snow. Yeah. I um, normally I wouldn't say that would be a spring break activity I'd go with, but looking at the weather outside right yeah. now, I think we can argue that's going to be a pretty popular uh, a pretty popular destination. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with. Okay, so I'm not going to use go somewhere warm and walk around there, go on the beach and run all day because that's Derek's plan. <laughs> I'm going to go with, take them to the mall. What we're seeing a lot, retail is changing. A lot of the big indoor malls uh, are, are changing some of their offerings to uh, destinations, to experiences. So like, for instance, you go and you can do an escape room or you can do, you know, uh, some sort of treasure hunt. But what I like about malls is they offer up the opportunity to go walk five to eight kilometers without ever having to go outside in the wintertime. Really? Uh, and, and I hate, like this winter has been, every winter gets worse for me. Like I walk my dogs every night and last two nights ago, mm -hmm. like I, I wiped out twice on a 20 minute walk. Like I ate it man hard on the sidewalk and I, you know, I'm falling in double digit numbers <laughs> this winter and I'm like, enough is enough. I want to walk inside. So I'm going to walk inside in the mall. The best, it, it, it helps that my daughter's old enough where the mall is still very attractive to her. She likes shopping. And, uh, you know, my kids will go to escape rooms and we can grab lunch at a food court and then nobody has to argue over what they want. And then we can go back to walking around again. Which so, mall? Uh, well, I was going to use Fairview because I'm a West Island mm -hmm. guy, but um, for a destination, a couple of different ones come yeah. to mind. Carrefour Laval has a lot of different attractions, as well as Place Vertu in Saint Laurent. Really? Place Vertu is huge, and the food court is gigantic, and you can spend two hours walking around there. I haven't been to that mall in thirty years. Yeah, it's it's still <laughs> there. It's still there, and it's it's the food court is something else. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of real fun, delicious, healthy options, which I like very much. I remember they just had the picnic. Oh God, the picnics. Oh my God, with the with the juice, the yes. never ending juice yes. that flows down the wall. And That's I, what I remember. I always wanted to, I was always fascinated. Where does that juice come from? <laughs> the juice coming down. Fascinated by the juice. I mean, I, I oh my God, that is. <laughs> That's a flashback. That is a flashback. You have to be of a certain age to remember the picnics. No one's going to know what I'm talking about. No, they really won't. Like I I'm, I have no doubt that, uh, you know, there. I have colleagues here at the paper in their 20s who are, gonna look at us and go, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, the picnic. Okay, so that's my that's my second one. So you got your next choice. Okay, I, I like geocaching. Geocaching. Yes. I don't even know what that is. You don't. I have no idea. Well, it's an app on, a, on, on your phone mm -hmm. and it's people, they, they hide little trinkets all, all over the place and they give you a hint. So you go to your family and like, say there's one on that tree. It'll, right. it'll give you some kind of hint. Right. Right, and you'll look around and then um, when you see it, you grab it, you open it up, and there's usually a paper and a pen in there, and you write your name and you write the date and the year. And then you put it back, and then you go on your app and you look for something else. And there's actually a bunch in town. There's a bunch all over the world, actually. My oldest son introduced me to it during COVID. So every now and then, me and my sons, we go out and we have fun. And one time we had to like kind of dig in the snow because it was at the root of a tree. So we had to dig all around it and looking for this little trinket. 
And if you can't find it, you can actually message the person saying, I don't know if it's, if it's still here, maybe the birds ate or whatever. So it's very interactive and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So it's like Pokemon Go. Kind of, I guess. Or yeah. Pokemon Go is like geocaching just with Pokemons. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That, that, that's yeah. what that sounds like to me. That's okay. So that sounds like a lot of fun. I've never done that no. before. And that sounds like something I would really enjoy doing. Well, it's, it's fun because I went with my son once and it was wintertime and it was um, near Riverdale High School, way in the back. There's like uh, train tracks and there's a bush and a trail. So me and my son had to walk it towards, we made our own trail looking for it, looking under trees and trying to, and there's like a little map and it has like a little compass on it. So it tells you if you're close or not. And it's kind of like right near the water because, you know, the water to go to Laval, it's, it's in that bush area. So we're looking around and we found like a lunchbox. We found like a, a little, um, a tent and, really? and, and, and it was, um, chairs and whatever. So I'm like, Brandon, you think somebody's in here? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even think we should go there. You know? it's, <laughs> it, it, it was like an adventure yeah. and it was like a bonding moment where we just had fun and you find a trinket, you take a picture of it, you write your name on there, but it's more of being out with your family and just sure. walking this snow. Yeah, and being outside yeah, again, fresh air. And it doesn't have to be snow because you do in the, in the summertime too, but it was just right. a lot of fun just to do something together. Speaking of snow, number three, skiing. I I, I have that written down just, just as skiing. So it could be cross country, uh, could be downhill if you're into that. Obviously, we're getting quite a bit of nice fresh powder today. It's been a good winter for snow. I I If my knee could withstand it, I would be skiing once a week. Yeah, I've been skiing, I think, twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's I like fun. it when I go. I just never really have the chance to get up there or... No, same. It's not It's not in my family's DNA, so mm -hmm. we don't really go that often. But when we do, it's, it's the, my, my kids really do enjoy it. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. Anyway, you're, uh, you're up next. Uh, skating. Skating. Good old All right. Skating. Good old skating. Yeah, outdoor rink, the old school, mm -hmm. freezing, hard ice. Yeah. You know, there's something about that nostalgic you know when we we're kids you go on there and it was just a lot of fun it was a lot of fun i actually am gonna go off the board with my next choice and it's very similar something i have actually done with my kid and their friends is i send out an email to all my kids as friends from uh hockey basketball what have you and i say hey we're gonna rent the um the rink at the three on three rink for like a hundred bucks for an hour for the kids and uh we're gonna play a little game so everybody brings 10 bucks and the kids get to play a hockey game in the middle of the afternoon. If the parents can swing it and they can get there and back, you know, my kid is like 14 now, mm -hmm. so it's a little different story. Or my daughter and who all her friends are 18, all I'd have to do is actually rent the rink. They can dr drive themselves for goodness sakes. Um, but when my kids were younger, it was a whole process. Get them dressed, get them on the ice, you know, it's a whole thing. And then they're done and take them for snacks after and everybody's happy. Bob's your uncle and uh, they're sweaty. They are worked out and they've socialized. So all things that kids need. Yeah. Where are you going for spring break? Uh, Cuba. Oh man, I'm so, so jealous. <laughs> it's been a long, I've been trying to get someplace for the last three, four years. I'm not, a, I'm not a big traveler. You know, I never really went. So this is kind of, kind of exciting to get away from everybody. I don't have my kids this time. Uh, their moms have yeah. So just me and my girlfriend, we're going to go up there and just, just have fun. Just, just relax. Have, just have know? a day. Just have yeah. a week. And people are like, oh, well, you know, the food, this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going Who there cares, for the man? beach. You're going for R&R. &R. And you There's know what? nothing to do. I'm a bodybuilder. My taste doesn't really affect my uh, my decisions and certain things you know but i mean i'm going there for the sun the is there chicken there, if there's chicken i know there's chicken there's rice there's fish there you go you know and a lot of pork and a lot, and all, <laughs> that's what you need yeah that's what you need all right well it's derek it's been a pleasure as always i really hope you have a wonderful time when Thank you're you. away next week on spring break i will still be here where the cjep playoffs uh the cjep hockey playoffs uh 
are starting the week of spring break. So there's no going away for my family mm. and there's no going away for my kids. So um, my daughter will start playing against uh, the John Abbott Islanders take on the Cégep Saint Laurent. Oh, what is the name of their team? I have no idea. The Cégep Saint Laurent women's team uh, at John Abbott uh, on either Thursday or Friday during spring break. So that's going to be my week. Um, thank you all for listening. Derek, it has been a pleasure as always. Derek, joining me, Derek DeLille, the CEO of Total Fitness here in Gunawage, the fitness resource for all your needs, anything you could possibly consider. Derek has the answer for it. Thank you all for listening. This has been Meatheads. I'm Mark Lalone. Thanks for listening to Meatheads. And please, please check out our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out the front page and the beating table. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.